1: Winches and scallywags, rugrats over 18 years of age, prudes avert your ears and eyes. The Asylum Studio brings to you a show to bend your mind and implode your morals. Ethics be damned. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Chaos and Disorder. Yes, indeed. Welcome back. A brand new episode of Chaos and Disorder. I am your host with the most, the talent, Rick Flieger, joined as always by my oxygenarian friend, the beast with the least, the old man yelling at clouds, Mr. Rick Briggs. And of course, we continue to be saddled with this uh, <coughs> executive producer of ours, light on the executive and even lighter on the producer, the love child of Ryan Fitzpatrick and Sideshow Bob, Mr. Alejandro Hi. Finkelstein. Check out everything the show has to offer. Reach out and touch us in the bad place on the tweeters at Chaos and Disorder on Twitter, Facebook at Chaos and Disorder Pod, and whatever the hell that Gmail address is—I still can't be bothered to learn it.
0: Chaos and Disorder Podcast at Gmail
1: dot com. I don't know why you had to make that so complicated. Because believe it or not, Chaos and Disorder—I couldn't use. So, so we're not the only one. <laughs>
0: Apparently, it's probably somewhere some
1: along the line. some uh, domestic terrorist organization. I have to assume, probably.
0: But uh, hey, thanks, Andy Frampton, for bringing us in. You can find him on Facebook and TikTok at Bronco Swanson. And I don't think our producer has brought us an up-to-date schedule for Andy's uh, appearances, so I can't pass that along mm-hmm. until uh, Alejandro gets on the ball here.
2: No tour right now.
0: Oh,
1: i come.
2: I do not know. I will check in
1: with him, though. So there was a tour, and then there was no tour?
0: Well, we did everything in May
1: and early June. Uh, well, maybe he's just going on holiday. Could like be. Like I will be next week.
0: Yeah, you'll probably be tagging along trying to find oh, them
1: oh yeah me and me and andy just hanging out on the beach broing it up bare chests out <laughs> everywhere it'll be a good time
0: uh, I'm listening sure he will be looking
1: forward to it curs lights and uh frozen daiquiris like i like to have during the day i call my day drinks it's going to be quite a time
2: listening to band camp as well
1: well yeah say band camp
0: Bandcamp yeah, band camp for at Real rival lovers on Twitter. Rival lovers bringing us in with that great music. Check them out on Bandcamp. Bandcamp, and of
1: course YouTube. That Rick Briggs discovered Bandcamp. Nobody knew about it before it came along. So, do you two dummies really think that makes sense? Nobody knew about it before it came along. Probably not. (laughs) Before you came along, you (laughs) knew what I meant. I was trying to jump to my next point. Quit parsing my words, you old codger. Now listen. (laughs) Do you th- two dummies seriously think you're going to be able to get this show recorded and on the air in my absence next week?
0: Not only are we most certain, sir, we think we are most certain no that it will probably be um our first award-winning oh. broadcast.
1: And what will that award be?
0: I whatever, you know, you know how they have like Grammys for music and they have a right. Oscars for movies. Whatever the pot potties.
1: Is. is there a potty? Up? <laughs> That'd be a good one. <laughs> gonna win. The potty. We should start a potty awards if it doesn't exist hey, already. that is
0: great. See? We actually did have the first Fantasy Football Hall of Fame. We did. which now we have the potty Which is still Award. out
1: there. We Maybe we update this, that this year.
0: I think that's a great idea.
1: As, as we get closer, deeper into summer and keep continuing to run out of things to talk about, maybe we'll do a little fantasy football and have an induction ceremony.
0: That would be wonderful. I wonder if
1: Roger's available. Remember he filled in, he he joined us a couple of years there for the induction ceremony. Well yeah. Hopefully he he may not even be busy. Well, I wouldn't think so. Well, what could he possibly have going on? Just counting right? his money? I don't know. Sitting in the dumb chair. Kinda hate that chair. The chair. You didn't watch any of the draft?
0: Oh! 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 Yes, mm. I am so sorry. You're yes. Not an
1: electric chair. I know where <clears throat> no. your mind was going. Yeah,
0: they had some jabroni sitting in a, in a chair, and then Goodell would come up and yeah, shake their hand. Yeah, that was
1: stupid. Yeah. Well, remember the chair from the virtual draft the year before, right. and of course, people got anyhow. We're getting off track here. feel <laughs> Like there is a track. So, getting the show on the air, recording it. I'm, Ajayi. <laughs> I don't know what that has to do with anything. I'm curious number 1 how you're going to do the commercials. Well, Cold. I will sit on in your seat. Oh, I don't know if you can handle the talent seat. <laughs> oh, I don't on. I don't know. You you don't want none of this smoke. <laughs> yeah. This is a lot of pressure. Well, over okay, here.
0: let's let's be fair. You are absolutely right. I don't want anything of that smoke <laughs> that comes out of whatever sits in that chair. Trust me. <laughs> However, I think
1: you just made a <laughs> fart joke. That's inappropriate. <laughs>
0: yes, it is. But hey, ethics be damned. That's well, yeah, that's Andy true. Said, that's so. what
1: he, that's what he says, and we'll we'll be talking about that when we're bumping bare chests at the Outer Banks this next week. Hey,
0: maybe you can leave a magic crack pipe here too. And,
1: and you know, I do have a spare. I could leave you one <laughs> if you go. wanted to blow some smoke. Yeah. You could do that.
0: Now, we'll just sit here, just pretend, and we'll just get like, hey, maybe we just get like a paper cutout.
1: Oh, I like that idea. I'm wondering, I'll probably... And then I could just yell
0: at your photo.
1: <laughs> just an hour of you screaming everything yeah. you've always wanted to... Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, I've always been under the assumption you've been holding back <laughs> all these years. And there's a lot you've left unsaid. So, yeah, you, you're probably going to need you that. You know I'm always polite. <laughs> right. <laughs> really holding those feelings in at all times. We're
2: going to have a Finkelstein therapy session with Mr. Briggs.
1: Ooh. Oh, that would be good. Just break him down, the deconstruction but, yep. the of Rick Briggs.
2: We're going pre Florida man.
1: Ooh. That's a show I would listen to.
0: <laughs> I don't think you would be. No, I, I don't think
1: so. I'd I, be crying <laughs> under the table in fifteen minutes. <laughs> if I remember that you're doing it, maybe I'll try and call in. Oh, that's a that good could idea. be interesting. Uh, well, yeah, we'd have to
2: uh, I'll figure it
0: out. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You, you. I used <laughs> to be I'm looking to, around I like know. one of these lit up <laughs> boxes, probably. <laughs>
0: I used to be able to do this. I remember how to put it on and get in studio and all that kind of. How to answer the phone, but you'd have to get the number to call in. No,
1: we don't. We could do it that way, but then you'd have to go live and you two trying to do this thing live. I I don't even even want to think about. I think we could just call in. I could just FaceTime or Skype in. Way to go! That was
2: always FaceTime on that computer.
1: Now this could be an interesting experiment, though, because what could eliminate. All of the issues of then recording, editing, and getting it on to to the host site would be to do it live, because then it would just be there. So that could be interesting, and a disaster, an utter and complete disaster.
2: Like, get a bag of popcorn and watch disaster?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, it would be... We should do that. It would be epic. You know what, <laughs> you should try to do it, so... I'm. I'm going to give you a hint already. All right, because I don't want you to start with failure. All right, because you're old. So you're sitting
0: here staring at me. Yet he's the producer. Well, right, (laughs) but
1: but you've been all chesty about being able to do the live show, right? So I see.
2: And you're the competent one,
1: right? So let me tell you right now, first hint: I'm the confident one. I didn't say I was competent. Well, you're not competent. (laughs) You're. uh, but i am confident yeah i don't know why but yeah you do have an odd confidence about you for the train wreck of a human being <laughs> you you tend to be and anyhow here's the hint for you if you decide to go yes. live your computer yes th- from 1947 that you carry around <laughs> everywhere that's not going to put us on the air, all right? right. He's going to have to do it over in the studio. Gotcha. So you're going to have to get him in. Yeah, that's why we have the studio. I now officially insist upon this being a live show, and I will call the live listener line and and be a part of the deconstruction of Rick Briggs. There's your preview. This is going to be great. (laughs) And you know the good news? Like the two, I will be on the same plane as the two of you because you know how I'm a bit of a teetotaler normally. Something about the ocean turns me into a raging alcoholic. The likes the the two of you are. By five, by six p.m., I'll be a sloppy mess. You don't know what's. It's going to be Christmas show drunk.
2: Welcome. The water is fine.
1: I don't know what that
0: meant. I don't either. However, I would like to see you as you were on one of our caveman league drafts. I, mean, I was late because my son oh, was. Oh yeah, in the that that was a bad game. deal.
1: You didn't get here till eleven o'clock. I didn't have to drive home. Yeah, that was that was bad. Might I have believe had a you bad were.
0: Influence. I believe you were what, like four and nine or three? It was a, that year. It wasn't it was my bad. best
1: year in fantasy football. No. I had a few chardonnays. What <laughs> of it? Yeah, yeah. So, speaking of football, I guess we can pivot away from this, although I'm sure people tuned in just to hear us talk about next week's awful show (laughs) on this week's awful show. But finally, a week late, but kind of as predicted, Julio Jones off to the Tennessee Titans. You don't often see moves, trades, this big. It feels like a a changing of the guard, and I'm intrigued by this move.
0: Oh, I love the move, and – yeah, you know, I actually put it out on, on Twitter today. That is <clears throat> this is just one reason why all of these way too early NFL predictions are way too frickin' early. Well. You know what yeah. I mean? Because Tennessee goes from a contender to easily the favorite in that division
1: in my mind. You think Julio Jones has that much of an impact? Yeah. I mean, they were probably the favorite in the division as it was, right? But them and
0: the Colts I would say probably
1: Yeah, the way the Colts okay. play defense right. and if Carson Wentz and Frank Reich, I guess if that reunion does what it did in Philly, right. then okay. But
0: But no, you you take basically you have not um wide receiver one, basically the the, the bona fide alpha male wide receiver at AJ Brown and, and No one else, wide receiver-wise. Right. Now, all of a sudden, you add a guy who's been the alpha on a high-octane offense for quite a few years, throw him into that mix along with that semi they have for a running back, and Ryan Tannehill, by the way, can play quarterback. Man, this could be a very explosive offense all year long.
1: Yeah, I think it can be. Does it vault them into – because what this is, right – Tennessee making this move cuz when they were initially talking about Julio going it was all the usual suspects right it was the Patriots he was <coughs> going to go to the Patriots yeah. it was who the Rams I think were coming up a lot Detroit started yeah. to gain some traction at some point You think he went to Detroit Well I don't know if it would've been his choice but I think given the option probably not but but what this is this is the Titans feeling like we we're a playmaker away. Essentially, what's happening in the AFC is teams are saying, all right, I've got to find a way to keep up offensively right. to score with Kansas City. Yeah. This is the chief suffocation of the AFC right now. Yeah. Does this move do that to Tennessee? Are they a Super AFC Super Bowl contender?
0: I think that actually elevates them into one of the AFC favorites, in my mind. Are they – as good as Kansas City. I mean, you can't hardly step back and realistically say any team in the AFC, yeah, they're as good as Kansas City this year. No, I and don't I, think. It's just. Now, they're
1: talking about adding a tight end. I don't know who that would be. If they could get a legitimate star pass catching tight end, I, I don't know who. I keep seeing this right. out in the Twitterverse. I don't know who this tight end is they think they're going to bring in. But if you bring that in, that may be the last missing element, then. Could be. At the end of the day, Ryan Tannehill's been really good and a big surprise in Tennessee. (laughs) Ain't nobody going to compare him to Patrick Mahomes, though. I think that still is the difference.
0: Yeah, no question about that. But I think that you now have – I mean, look, just like you mentioned before, I mean, the AFC is an arms race. It's not – you know, in that league, it's not – your conference is not so much defense wins championships – season long no no. it's you know it's shoot them up and and who comes out on top with the least amount of holes in them and Kansas City is usually the one that puts the holes in people but now that they have more weapons at their disposal Tannehill what is his third year in this offense now
1: uh yeah yeah Uh,
0: yeah I mean he's basically taking that team Derrick Henry obviously they're a little more precarious in Kansas City you lose Henry. If you lose – look, Julio Jones missed nine games last year. You lose him again to right. something. You know, that kind of thing. Kansas City went the Super Bowl missing two of their tackles.
1: Yeah, and it, it showed it, in the Super Bowl.
0: It certainly did. They've revamped that o- O-line in the offseason. Right. So, I mean, I think they're still loaded for bear. It, they're still the favorite. I think Tennessee's one of the top – Three to four teams easily.
1: Yeah, I think probably right now, you know, instant overreaction. They Kansas City's still number one. I probably slot them in slightly under Buffalo still. I, I yeah. think I think Buffalo But I think they're up there in that conversation. However, I might have felt that way about them even before this move. So this maybe puts them on a plane with Buffalo. I'm not going to pretend like at this point I know enough about Tennessee's defense to, to really make the argument that this puts them over the top. I think what's interesting with them, I think where this move does help them line up with Kansas City, give them a shot to beat Kansas City, in a playoff game if they have to, is now they have that element with the the dual threat of Brown and Julio Jones, where if they need a quick strike, if they have to score, they can do that. However, you have the element that I'm not sure Kansas City does, and Kansas City really doesn't need necessarily. They can go grind a game out with Derrick Henry. They they can take the air out of the ball in a fourth quarter. So maybe Julio Jones and A.J. Brown allow you to keep up for three quarters, and in the fourth quarter you try to shorten the game a little bit. I, I think it'll be interesting to see. Again, I don't know enough at this point. I haven't paid enough attention to this point in the season. I'll start paying attention as training camp comes along defensively, can they keep Kansas City under 60? Right. I don't know that at this point. But if they can, I think this lines them up best and having the element of Derrick Henry that Kansas City's lacking, it, it's interesting. it It's a great move for Tennessee.
0: Yeah, no doubt about that. I, th- I think And
1: basically giving up a, what what amounted to a second-round pick. There was a bunch of then later rounds swapped right. back and forth. I don't care. But it's essentially a second-rounder, so – Yeah, I I guess Atlanta needed the cap space. I I still don't understand. So so let's go back to our roots, Rick. Fantasy impact. Let's let's go ahead and do that because God knows there's nothing else to talk about. I spent 15 minutes off the top talking about you two trying to record a show. That's when you know we're in trouble when I attack right out of the gate. Let's start in Tennessee. What's this mean for A.J. Brown? What's this mean for Derrick Henry? And what do we expect out of Julio Jones? from a fantasy let's start there on the Tennessee offense
0: I think that just on the surface number one it takes a gang of pressure off of A.J. Brown right and Julio Jones has been used to number one coverage most of his career He may be getting a number two cover.
1: I'd be curious. Like, say they're playing the Rams. Who's Ramsey covering? You know, you right. think about those defenses where they move the number one to. I'd be curious. I, I don't. I don't honestly know at this
0: exactly. Point. And and to further your point about you know slowing the game down or the Derrick Henry thing, we saw some of the gaudy numbers he's put up the last couple of years. You couple that with. A.J. Brown and Julio Jones, say they even pick up a mediocre <clears throat> tight end. Of course, you know, Zach Ertz has been floating around as a trade. You know what? I somewhere. guess there
1: is one out. Yeah. That I, I'm saying I don't know who that one is. Yeah, right. he's out there. I You're mean, right. you
0: throw him on there, now you have the capability. Even without Zach Ertz, let's just leave him out because he's, he's not even part of the equation. But with Brown and Jones and the way Tannehill is not afraid to air it out, you have the quick strike ability, too, right. with more than one weapon in Brown. So now you've also – you've taken pressure off Brown. You've taken pressure off Henry. But you've also, to me, enhanced her value. And, I mean, I just think this offense is going to be interesting to watch, I guess, to be minimalist about it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I I think Henry still gets his, right? He still slots in right where you would expect. He's not a big pass-catching tight or wide receiver – Running back, back, I've named three positions, offensive tackle, linebacker, (laughs) placeholder. No, running back, for for you football fans, I'll I'll fill you in on that. He does play running back. I think it's going to be the same. You're going to get that from him. He's not losing any targets to Julio Jones because he wasn't getting any targets to begin with. A.J. Brown, he probably moves down a little bit, and I think maybe – you know, I don't know what to expect from Julio in a new offense. He's been with Matt Ryan essentially, if not actually, his entire career. So you don't know what the chemistry is going to be. I would feel comfortable with them both as Low end wide receiver ones, high end. Two, uh, no, I think they're both low end number ones at this point. I think at least that's how you draft them. You know, I see all all the experts say oh, this vaults Ryan Tannehill is into a number one QB into a top twelve. I think he was before Julio Jones showed up. After, yeah, you know, I don't, Two years now, he's done it. How many more do we need to see before we believe it? We've all been slow to come around to it, but. You know, I think so. Now you got a number one fantasy quarterback. You got two low end number one fantasy wide receivers, and Derrick Henry's still just Derrick Henry. So, one, what I'll be curious of, and here's what I don't know one is going to outperform the other between Jones and David. And I don't know, I have no sense yet. We're not going to get it in the preseason, unfortunately, because they're only playing three games, and I doubt Julio plays any of them. So, it, it'll be a while in. I might still put Brown ahead of Julio in that offense oh, if I, I had too. to pick one right now.
0: Sure, I would, too. I mean, number one, he's younger. He's, he's entering his prime where Julio's basically coming out of it at, what, 32? No, no, hold, hold on. <clears throat> hold,
1: hold the phone. Yeah. Hold the Thank phone. Thank you. <laughs> right. Thank you. Wait. Right. Wait a damn minute. Okay. So you just said 32-year-old Julio Jones right. is leaving his prime. Yeah. 114-year-old Rick Briggs is smack in the middle of his. How does that work in your gin-soaked mind? Please help me here.
0: <laughs> well, I, I, quite frankly, I'm offended that you, that you consider my mind as gin-soaked. It, it is. I, I, <laughs> and I, I it do is. not like gin.
1: Do you prefer pickled? Okay. I mean, whatever you want to call it.
0: Quite frankly, I'm offended by this whole situation. You
1: you could be offended all you want. You know it's true.
0: But my prime is. It's special.
1: (laughs) Please go on. I'm not even going to interrupt that. Please. Tell me about this special prime of (laughs) yours. Well, I mean. This is about to get gross, isn't it?
0: (laughs) It's just that. I mean, it's audio. If we were video, it would be. Painfully obvious to everyone that I'm still on my prime.
2: You got the painful right part. <laughs> so,
0: so so you're okay, let's, saying let's, that let's, temple let's, let's expand over there. on painful. Okay. About trying to get shows on the air. Oh, this is recording. a classic deflection. <laughs> now, All right. Now, this is painful.
1: This is what they call a callback in the <laughs> yeah. radio industry.
0: And, and we get sideshow Bob over here looking up news headlines and throwing out coy comments. What do you
2: think of Ninjoku going to the Titans? Titans have the cap space. Browns don't want him.
1: I I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't hate it. But I'd like you what, to see him somewhere where he could thrive. Forehand I folly. Don't know why it hasn't worked in Cleveland. It that's true.
0: I mean, Greg Olson was not spectacular in Chicago, and and I mean he was good, but in Carolina he was something special. Right in that position, it could happen. Um, is Nujoku the guy? I don't know. I mean, he's a freak athlete. He is, but, but he's been so underwhelming and you would think that someone of that athleticism in that offense, you know, really before they retooled, you know, we got the chubs and the hunt and, and so forth that he would have had some sort of modicum of success. It's just not been. Yeah, it didn't.
1: I don't know if they what the, you would expect. The tight against. end just wasn't part of the offense because even Austin Hooper didn't blow my skirt up last year. Not at all. Yeah, it might just not. Maybe it's not Baker Mayfield. I I don't know. But. but no, I I don't hate it. But good deflection. So back to your prime. You. So yeah. you tried to deflect to him. He deflected Cleveland Browns tight ends. That's painful, but as <laughs> that's true. But as the talent, I'm keeping this show on the rails, and we're going back this special prime of yours, and how a 32 year old professional athlete, one of the ten best wide receivers in the game of football, is out of his prime, and you're in. I
0: didn't it. know. I said he's coming out. He okay, still there, but
1: you're still slapping the <clears throat> middle he's of still it.
0: Th- well, yeah, but
1: I don't play wide receiver. You either. were 57 years old when he was born. I don't play wide receiver. Right, well, wouldn't that make his prime better than yours?
0: There's different primes. I mean, Well, yeah, I know.
1: You're in the special prime that you won't define.
0: Obviously, a pro football player's prime is shorter than mine.
1: Oh, so yours just goes on yeah, in mine's perpetuity? Just, huh? When will you leave your prime?
0: Oh, probably, let's see, this is what, 2021? Probably... Well, 2040? 2040 <laughs> well,
1: 2040 yeah I gotta say that 19 years from now yeah you'll yeah. just be exiting your prime yes
2: there's hope for us yet I d- I meant you and I
1: right I d- well see so you guys didn't take care
0: d- of yourselves when you were young <laughs> <laughs> like, Were
1: well, you with the, the the drugs and the what? booze and the the what do, communicable what are, what diseases do do? if you will they cure ills <laughs> Right? (laughs) Not the drugs you were taking.
0: You weren't even around.
1: Exactly. Exactly. That's my point.
0: Exactly. So if anybody... You shouldn't be casting stones if you have no
1: knowledge uh, of my past. Well, you've told me enough. You get enough liquor in you, then you talk about your your abject and insane drug use in the 70s. I, I don't think I've ever... I'm pretty sure you have.
0: I don't think I ever have. Or
1: it is possible I made a lot of it up, I'm too, sure. But then I treat it as fact. Then because, I'm an
0: octogenarian. You know. That's another no, fallacy. You are
1: indeed an octogenarian. <laughs> no. Old man yelling at clouds.
0: <laughs> clouds are fun to yell at.
1: <laughs> I, I, I can't argue with that. <laughs> so, so let's go to... <laughs> let's... Pretty well defines the show up to this point. So back back on the fantasy football. This is why we got drummed out of the fantasy business because we couldn't stay on track and just talk about fantasy football. We ended up here,
0: but that's what most people enjoyed in the early days. In
1: the early days, before now it's,
0: now it's what do what if what do they do on Tuesday nights yeah. for supper time is going to affect their Thursday night performance?
1: It's all air yards, yeah, your air favorite yards, term,
0: and, yeah. It's it just horrifying. So
1: Calvin Ridley, if, as we look at the Falcons right now, Stock right, up. top three, top four wide receiver in fantasy football. I see no reason why not. Or does <clears throat> the age de- certainly rises? Or does the departure of Julio Jones change that offense? There has been speculation Matt Ryan
0: out there that he is the next Juju Smith Schuster with who? the calvin ridley with okay. the exit of antonio brown we saw what happened to
1: smith schuster having to take that
0: i don't buy it i i think this guy is legit all the way look julio had missed nine games yeah last well that year. that's
1: the point yeah well
0: calvin really was fine and he had some injuries as well so no i think it vaults him easily top five at l- minimum top 10
1: yeah i think gage didn't he Was he upwards of, was it 70 receptions or something last year in the absence of with Julio being I know he had some big games. I I couldn't. Didn't get in the end zone a lot. I think that was a big, if I remember right, I'd have to look it up. I thought he had 70 or 75 grabs, a number that, whatever it was, it was a number that really surprised me. But his touchdown numbers were so low, he didn't become all that fantasy relevant, which is where that weird Zacchaeus guy <laughs> comes in. I mean, he just pops up and seems to vulture touchdowns everywhere. But yeah, I, I like Gage, and it puts a lot on pitch. You know, Pitts had a lot of hype going in. There was talk of him being, you know, the oh, number yeah. two fantasy tight end behind Kelsey. I think this solidifies it there, right? You know, you never know how a rook's gonna okay. gonna. It's, it's reception. the draft. seventy-two. Reception, 72. Yeah. It,
0: it's the draft, okay? And you you think, well, maybe I'm going to go tight end early. Say Kelsey's gone. Are you taking pits ahead of Kiddles? Well,
1: it's Kiddle singular. Unless does he have a brother? I take it actually. Are you taking ahead
0: ahead of him?
1: Yeah, Kiddles probably really? too. But I'm thinking it's it's a conversation. Waller? It's a thought. If it wasn't for Pitts, I'd be, because I like to zig when everybody else zags, I might be arguing as Waller as the two ahead of Kittle. Could be. I mistakenly disrespect Kittle and for no reason.
0: Oh, no, none whatsoever. But I guess it's fair to throw them all four in a hat. Yeah. And pull one out. I mean, we haven't seen anything from Pitts yet. So, I've got him at four, you know, between those four, be honest with you, just simply because of that.
1: Yeah, I think if it was our caveman league, I'm probably going Kelsey, Kittle. Then I might go Pitts and then Waller. I think something something big, something where you're looking to make a splash, like right. the Scott Fishbowl, I might go Kelsey, Pitts, wall or kittle you know especially right you know tight end heavy but somewhere where you're trying to look look i'm not going to be breaking any ground i think in in something like the the scott fishbowl or these other big tournaments what's that other one you play in the draft with giants or something yeah where you you gotta
0: i haven't gotten an invitation from either one yet
1: oh <laughs> you will. You will. They they come out. I, I was looking back last year. They went right up till late June. So really? I think you'll be good. Or maybe you're out. It could be. And maybe Scott said, "You know what, Rick Briggs, out of his prime. It's time to move on." You know, I,
0: I don't think Scott would ever be that way because if you remember right, he has me those pictures of me riding horses and everything. You know, when when he used what? to came on the. Uh,
1: <laughs> Wait, were you riding a horse you with Scott remember, Fish? You
0: don't even remember those, do you? I
1: hate this show. Uh, I don't remember, we, remember any. what we, were
0: these. Well, we used to do um, the inside slant with Scott, right? About, what must have been about four or five yeah, years? Yeah, a, a lot him. of years. Yeah, I <clears throat> had a lot of fun with him. But that one year, he kept sending these headlines of.
1: All right, with, I do remember with this all these year. pictures. Yeah, it was you on the Putin Putin horse or something, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, all right. I, I remember. I got I got worried. I thought you were having a senior moment there.
0: Well,
1: obviously, <laughs> did, you did were bear, not in your prime, like bare chested horseback riding with Scott Fish. So what the hell were we talking about? I How don't did we know, get does there. Does it really matter? Oh, I'd take Pitts probably in, in a, in a <laughs> oh, bigger yeah, like one where you're yeah. looking. Although I can see in, in places like that Pitts being the first. Tight end taking somebody looking to make a splash, yeah. Especially in something tight end heavy, so it's a good move. I think good for the league. We don't get stuff like this in June very often. And now you got me thinking. I really want Zach Ertz to go to Tennessee. <laughs> that, that would could, be interesting. That could be exciting. So are we at commercial time, or do we got to come up with something else to talk about? He's we not have even. Plenty of he's things. not even paying attention. We can go to commercial. I guess we're going to commercial.
0: Apparently, we are. Let's uh, sell some coffee.
1: Oh yes, coffee. I should start drinking coffee.
0: I think you should. I probably don't. You can drink it hot. You can drink it cold. It makes no difference because coffee's wonderful.
1: All right. Well, we'll do that. So when Nothing we come, dead sled either. Well, absolutely. So when we come back, I'm thinking uh, John Rom. Right. We got to talk about John, John Rom.
0: And we have um, a royal story. Ugh.
1: Just you and these Royals, Just for you I don't get it. And I have another story that you will really like. All right, and don't let me forget, we can't leave this week. I'm really good at teasing things before a break and then not talking about it. What's but, in the box? Yeah, the box, certainly we're going to reveal gonna that in the everything. third segment. And then I have a PSA I've got to get to. Our listeners need this. <laughs> it's our duty as broadcasters. I have a PSA. So all of that and more right after this. Yay.
0: Let's talk about our sponsor, Dead Sled Coffee. Dead Sled Coffee strives to create a culture of acceptance and respect no matter what your level of coffee knowledge is. They are distinguished coffee for the exceptional and unconventional. They offer amazing products that do not require your dictionary or your atlas to appreciate. Feel comfortable ordering their coffee and know that it is not a crime if you do not know where the beans came from or where it was processed. They have done all the work for you having slurped and sniffed through endless cuppings so you can just sit back and enjoy your coffee experience. Not sure what to try? Well, try some of their new signature blends, the Robert England blend, the Kiss blend, and the Cypress Hill blend. Go to deadsledcoffee.com. Use the promo code DEADSLED15 and take 15% off your order. deadsledcoffee.com. And hey, tell them Fligger and Briggs sent you.
1: All right, welcome back into Chaos and Disorder. I'm going to go to the PSA, because this is going to be quick, and this is important. You know, as national broadcasters that we are, it's important we get these messages out.
0: International.
1: Indeed. What is it, Bulgaria? We're huge in.
0: Bulgaria, Canada. um,
1: (laughs) Did you notice what happened there? What's that? So, so for background, I let nothing happen without reporting it so we've decided we've been on the air almost 20 minutes so of course Finkelstein and Briggs need more liquor because it's been 15 or 20 minutes so I watched him Finkelstein that is, slide his chair back over in the producer studio really slowly and look over and instead of saying something to Rick point to him real quietly and then stand up and bump into the microphone and make a big thought <laughs> So that was fun. I
0: think
1: but good no- job. Good I job. Think nothing Nobody happened
0: while you quickly are getting to this PSA. Oh yes,
1: the PSA. <laughs> All right. This is important. Okay. If you're a movie fan, like Rick Briggs is a movie fan, like Finkelstein's a fan. I'm not a movie fan, so I don't gotta worry about this one. Do not ever, and I mean ever post that you like a certain movie on Twitter. And here's why. Because within 18 seconds of it, a raging, octogenarian drunk will immediately fire back that whatever movie you like, the good and the bad and the ugly is better, and you're an asshole for posting what you posted. So just, just a warning out there, you're going to hit get your feelings hurt.
0: No, actually, um, if it's a stupid movie, it's deserved. <laughs> Okay, now, like, if it was, say, someone, oh, just throw it out there. Say, I like The Godfather or, or, or Jaws or something of that nature, and not saying it's better than. We would like to movie. take this opportunity to Why tell you about our sponsor the and again? friend. See, and we can't blame Alejandro for this, <laughs> Mister Talent. No. While you're sitting there, while your eyes got as big as pie plates, and you're pushing buttons all over the place. You ruined the whole segment. In
1: my uh, defense, thank you very I, much, panicked. Mr. I thought I actually did. It, so. In my defense, <laughs> I got a lot of work to do over here to get ready to do his job before the next break. All you had to do break. was listen. Well, I'm getting ready for the next break. I'm listening. All you You're had babbling to do on was trying listen. to justify you unsolicited I no attacking people for saying they like movies. You won't stand for it, you won't have it.
0: It's kind of like How should I put this? Say, like for instance, Alejandro. Oh, my say Alejandro. We use Alejandro because you know he's he's game for being an example. Yeah,
1: and he's I'm a, in. He's, he's a poor great example, example with for that. children. <laughs> no, I disagree. But
0: for example, say Alejandro. I don't like the way you As a youngster, heavy Twitter
1: account. Okay,
0: and put out there and said to all of his. Followers, all right. All three of them. Both of them, yeah. yeah. That um, two plus two equals five, and his I- arithmetic was better than yours. Well, obviously, you would have to show him the facts of life that two plus two is four. His math is wrong, and you can't just
1: say it's right
0: because you want it to equal five.
1: Here's what you could do. You could say nothing. I mean, just maybe.
0: Well, wait, wait, wait. You, you, who are you talking to? Right, but okay. But here's what. Am I going to say nothing? Here's what I Am don't I understand. Am I going to say I don't no. like your opinions? All right. about okay. me, but this about is Ollie This is me looking out about for you.
1: yourself. This is me looking out for you because I'm not certain you understand. Oh yes. Because you see an opinion or a question posed on Twitter, there's nobody watching you. Nobody from Skynet's keeping an eye on you to realize you have failed to respond. Just like when I see the response of when somebody says, "In these, what's your favorite kind of chicken? You know, uh-huh. thigh, breast, right? And, nuggets, yeah. and you're responding. Breast, you're allowed to just scroll past that.
0: What? The, the, that it was person a poll.
1: No, that that I guy like to participate no, in the poll. Number makes... one, it's not a poll, and they're just looking yes. for dullards to respond to this so they can get what, whatever, what do they call it, the analytics on Twitter, yeah, whatever. I'm the, helping them out. No, no, well, why?
0: why? Why are not? you doing this? Why are why you doing not? Because this? Because it's a, it's like a um, public service announcement. It's almost like community help. You know, it's a I
1: don't think the, a your favorite cut of chicken is helping anybody. It's a Twitter anybody. Twitter
0: community. <laughs> if if you want to say just for an example.
1: Oh, lord.
2: <laughs> you open Pandora's I box.
1: I, I was just say, trying to help people. Say your daughter was on Twitter All right. and
0: said, "Yeah, whatever. What what do you like better? What do you like better?" Okay. Um, chicken, beef, lamb, or pork.
1: And chances are your response would be the good, the bad, and the ugly, but go on. <laughs>
0: no. And you respond, whatever, beef, okay. Well, that's, Obviously
1: the answer is beef. That's
0: participating. That's helping. Yeah, it's helping their analytics, but it's also helping in. Hi, everybody. Hi! Hi! Hello! (laughs) Who was that? Was that a call in? Yes, yes, that was that was our first call, but
2: it dropped. Hello! (laughs) Hello, everybody! Hello! Hi, Doctor
1: Nick.
0: I'm I'm (laughs) Alejandro's uncle. Hello, everybody! (laughs) Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! Damn it!
1: What a train wreck of a show! So quit responding every year. Quit responding to everything, and people are allowed to watch other movies than the good, the bad, and the ugly. Hey,
0: did you see you were getting some shade on Twitter today?
1: I got shade oh, yeah. on the tweeters. I did not. I haven't been in the bathroom there yet, so I'm not caught up. There was actually a
0: tweet out there by one of our followers, you know, Frank the Tank. And oh, you okay, yeah, yeah. And he put up this thing, the LeBron Bugs movie. I guess it's just another Space Jam movie.
1: Mm, yeah.
0: And he goes, um, name a movie you'll never see. You know, And, of course, he put that up there. So... I just kind of wrote back.
1: Of course you well, did, because you well, couldn't I, scroll I, I, past. You I, had to respond. Well,
0: he's a follower. He likes interacting. So oh, I yeah. said, ditto. That's all I said. Oh,
1: um, thank okay. God. You yeah, know, He'd have been hurting if he didn't get that <laughs> ditto from you.
0: Well, then one of our other followers, uh, Chris Gooden, mm. from way back, the old FFO Aces day. He's starting to make back. a bit
1: of a, a pest of himself. He keeps taking shots at me on the tweeters. Well,
0: he said, Fligger will see it. I might. Oh. and I thought it was hilarious. I
1: watched the first one with Michael Jordan. I'm sure a lot. you did. I mean, and like I told him. Generation. You probably
0: thought it was a drama.
1: <laughs> Ouch! It was a little scary there for a while. You, you didn't think there. But I'm, be able I'm to proud of our free. boy Chris. I mean, welcome <laughs> back. I, it's yeah, good to see him it, back on Twitter. It might be time for him to go back into not, hibernation oh, for no. seven or eight I think years. I again. think he's
0: sharpening the blade a little bit. That. that <laughs> You know, that break that he took. I
1: I, I think we need to know. The general consensus needs to be if we're taking shots at the show, they are directed at you. It's just the way it's supposed to be. But you don't see them. I see them for you. Well, because you're out stirring it all up, responding to every poll on Twitter.
0: But they don't take shots at me.
1: Well, because you're a fellow troll. No, it's because I make sense. I don't think that. Breast. That's true. <laughs> Ditto. It's true. Makes a lot of sense. So I'm with you there. It was a response to a poll. First of all, those aren't polls. It was. Polls are actually push a button of which one you like. Right. These are just memes. Four pictures of cuts of chicken. And First response from at chaos and a, disorder. It had a and question. And believe, believe at it's coming from Rick Briggs, <laughs> not your boy.
0: Well, yeah, thank God, because you don't read for one thing in the bathroom. I do <sighs> seldom. You do. Well, I'm in look, there for a while. You look at doggy door pictures and things of that. No, nature. no,
1: I don't do that in the bathroom. Pictures? Those are those are two things I don't like to conflate. <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Uh-huh.
0: We're, yeah.
1: we're, we're in the same hemisphere, so I don't like to conflate <laughs> those two acts.
0: Did you know that um, the drains spin left? Counterclockwise in the southern hemisphere? I was
1: I was aware of that. I didn't know if it was actually true or that was one of those old wives tales. But...
2: Simpsons proved it.
0: Oh
1: well there you go. The Simpsons proved it. Well, sideshow Bob. Well, yeah, I mean you gotta
0: have sideshow Bob.
1: John Rom. He's a golfer. Tor Tor act appropriately. Any cause for outrage?
0: <sighs> my <clears throat> I'm
1: torn I, on this
0: one. My initial thought is this. Remember last year in, in – of course, it was just training camp then when like six Minnesota Vikings were yanked out because they tested positive. I think and, so, yeah. And then all of a sudden, so... none of them they, – they were false positives. Right. And they were saying, well, what if it was a regular season and they did this? You know, number one, how do you lead a, a tournament for three rounds – by six shots and then all of a sudden test for COVID. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> number number two is <sighs> would another round on, on outside on a golf course pose a lot of danger to anyone?
1: One wouldn't think. You know, especially apparently they weren't going. And to... And what if it is false? What if it does prove to be a false positive? Yeah, you know, they did it twice. I would hope True. they wouldn't get it wrong twice. I mean, I'm not going to get into the politics or the science of the PCR test. Right. And you know, for most of what I am seeing, and I, I get, I don't know, so don't tweet us with all your angry bullshit COVID. Please do reach th- out. That apparently make me pissed. That what that basically proved is he has dead covid virus in his nose it doesn't prove he's sick with covid which right. is obvious i i would think but now don't they test them every week well apparently they're not anymore so so that's what i read so what happened essentially so this has got all the the vaccine people the for and against fighting with each other over this thing so he had covid he had well, I guess he's been vaccinated, but he had just gotten his first dose last week or something. So everybody's saying, ah, see, it's all his fault if he'd have got vaccinated when he could. Because anyhow, I say all that to say what happened is now if you've been vaccinate, fully vaccinated on the tour, you're kind, you're off the contract tra- contact tracing, I can never say that, map. So if you're near somebody who tests positive, you don't have to quarantine, sit out, do any of that. He wasn't fully vaccinated. He was contact traced to somebody last week or something or the week before who did test positive. So now he entered this protocol where he was subject to testing. And so he had tested negative, tested negative, got that positive. They reran it, came back positive. What I don't get, they let him finish the round. If he's, you know, typhoid Mary and he's going to murder everyone in Dublin, Ohio, by walking down the 17th fairway, I don't know why you let him finish, but they did. There's this outrage, you know, that, well, outrage is now I sound like Twitter, right? There's a lot of conversation that, you know, why are you talking to him on the course in front of the TV cameras? Why isn't this done privately? I don't care about that. You're a public personality you're a pro athlete whatever well if they're going to let him finish the round why talk to him at all well they talked to him when he came off the 18th so they let him finish right. yeah i don't i guess maybe they didn't want him going in
0: but to like the but to house. your point why if he's typhoid mary why is he finishing the round they, well, that's they sh- what they should be coming me. out with a body bag, putting it over him like,
1: or, or the like, old hook, you know, like Leslie deals with a
0: giant condom on <laughs> all over his
1: head and yank. That him comes up <laughs> way more often than it should on this show. I think that's, that's two weeks movie. in a row. <laughs> no, just that scene. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, just the giant hook pulling him off. Right. <laughs> you know, it's... I, I don't understand
0: the whole reasoning and. Is it just a staunchiness of golf that they worried about appearances, well- or I mean, what I mean because. He doesn't get to finish a tournament anyway, so who cares if we finishes the 17-18 he's right. so damn dangerous?
1: Yeah, yeah. that's what I don't understand was there was no value in letting him finish the round. I refuse to believe they got that second confirmation test as he was putting out on 18. There's just right. no way. Somebody made a conscious decision. That's where, if I have a problem with this, this is where it lies, right? I hear people saying, well, you could have sent him out on Sunday by himself, you know, make him Carry his own bag, whatever. No, part of the game is being in that twosome, having the gallery following you around. So I don't necessarily buy all that. So I, but I buy that look, your rules stipulate if they test positive, they have to withdraw. So that's where, whatever, I feel bad for him. It sucks. He had a big lead. He was having a nice week. Whatever. That's what the rules say. Let's stick to it. But if you're going to be that, hard line on your rules for this, make him withdraw, not come up with concessions, not find another way, which I'm willing to accept, you slap that right in the face by letting him finish on Saturday. Right. That's where it doesn't line up. You're either going to make concessions and say, look, these rules sound good on paper, they look good on our website, showing we're taking it seriously, but when really faced with it, we're going to think about this and try to mitigate it. Or we're taking a hard stance. I can live with either one. You can't do both. And that's what they did. And that's my problem that I had.
0: And there is actually a long history in golf of that sort of thing. Obviously not the same thing as the COVID. But I think it was in the 80s, Craig Stadler had a ball under a tree, under a pine tree. It was – they had rain that week, whatever. Whatever. He put a towel down on the grass because he had to hit the ball from his knees because of the low canopy, the branches of, of the pine tree. Okay. Put a towel down so he wouldn't ruin his pants, you know, get all muddy and everything. Got on his knees and he hit the shot up, punched it out of the fairway. Some egghead that was watching it on TV. <laughs>
1: oh, I hate how they do this sends in, golf. in
0: to the PGA or CBS or whoever, whatever means of communication, sent in that you cannot put anything under your stance that improves your lie. Consequently, the PGA Tour, this is after the round's over. Oh, yeah, I, I, I guess he improved his lie by putting a towel under his knees, assessed him two strokes. I think he lost the tournament by, like, one or two no, shots that year. Of I course. Think. And, you know, it, it's it's one of those things. It's not like a, a, a replay that his foot go
1: out of bounds. They got rules officials yeah. sitting right yeah. there. They should know this rule yeah. book yeah. in and out. And if they didn't make the call there, that was it exactly. Was it DJ? Who was it? Several years ago now, with the he was looked like he was in the rough, but there was some sand, and they determined it was a trap, and came back later. Same thing. Some dickhead called from yeah. you know, sitting in his mom's basement, and was that DJ? I can't remember I, who it I, was. I, in I, costume I can't and cost him not remember That, that I, was a major, I think. It, yeah. I think it was. I'm going to have to look that up. I can't remember what that what the scenario was. But this happens a lot in golf, back to your point.
0: Yeah, and they, they change things. They assess penalties after rounds and so forth. And there was another one not too long ago where a guy's ball moved after he addressed it on the green, you know, and it rolled into like a little divot or spike mark or something. Assessing penalties after the fact. Right. And, and, you know, because some bozo, like <laughs> you said, was sitting there watching it on TV, saw it move, hey, we better call that yeah, in, you yeah, know. Man. And then they turn around and change it. Yeah. I mean, it's it's bizarre how they do that. These officials are there in, um, in, in like the example of Craig Stadler. I mean, this took time. This rules official oh. saw him put the towel. Yeah, by the time down. he did
1: all of that, right. carrying on, it had to be fifteen minutes.
0: Exactly. I mean, because he had to look over the shot and, and decide what he was going to do and so forth, and then they make the call at the end of the round. Oh, by the way, here's a two-stroke penalty. There's something wrong there, yeah, and, and that needs they need to be held accountable to that.
1: I think. Well, and here's my thing, and there's no way to prove this. Had this been going into Sunday at Kiowa, and it was Phil, we'd have never heard about this. Never heard about it never until Sunday.
0: This. You'd have heard it Sunday.
1: After. Yeah, you won't after. be able to play
0: next week, Phil.
1: Yeah, Which but, he basically didn't anyhow <laughs> from yeah, what we saw. But and,
0: and would we, okay, say this was Sunday this week, well, what would have happened on, say, the 15th hole?
1: Well, would I they think have, they showed by Saturday they'll let him finish. Yeah, but w- would they have then? Because I don't know.
0: you know it's going to get out. Yeah, somewhere along the line it's going to get out. He tested positive for COVID, and three weeks later they're going to strip him of the memorial and we'll give it to Bob Schmo here because <laughs> he happened to finish second place. That would place. be
1: something. And that's what I don't. I just I, I don't. I get it. Look, it, it's a. Bad spot for for the tour, for the for the league, whatever it is, it's a bad spot. You got to make these protocols to be allowed to do this. I just don't want to see it applied unevenly. We, we we saw it in the NBA, right? Every guy who went out got got his picture taken and shown on social media. Going to a restaurant, to a bar, to a strip club, whatever, they get suspended and put in the COVID protocol. LeBron James, right before the playoffs start, he goes to some red carpet event. Broke all the rules. Well, we determined he well, he wasn't LeBron. Uh, come you on, know, so so this he is what this sick, was. He's if, if this was DJ, if this was Tiger Woods, if this was yeah. Phil, you know, this just wouldn't have happened. And I say that confidently because they let him finish Saturday because the optics would have been bad to pull him off the course on fifteen, sixteen, wherever they actually and got sixty four. Yeah, right. Exactly. So that, that's what bothered me about it: the fact that. He didn't win the tournament. I'm. It sucks. I'm not losing any sleep for that. I just. I don't like seeing it. We're going to keep seeing. I don't the, like inconsistency. Right. And as we get in this weird kind of in between transition period with this, we're going to see a lot of this, and th- th- that's what I don't like. Right. Before it was so strict. A year ago, you could understand it. We're going to reach right. a time, hopefully, by the time the NFL kicks off, where it's gonna. we're not going to think about it, we're not going to talk about it, we're not going to test for it. That might be pie in the sky hoping for that. But we're in this weird in-between where it's going to be up and down. We're going to see more stuff like this. and the, All you can hope for is rules that make sense as much as they can in a nonsensical world and are applied consistently. And that's what I didn't like about it. I agree.
0: Hey, let's sell a sandwich or two, and I've got a. I'm uh, starving. I've got
1: a story right up your alley. I think you're really going to enjoy. Right up my alley, you know. So after I'm feeling like Finkelstein here. So after that thing played unnecessarily before, now it's up and disappeared on me. So I got to track it back down. So I don't think the
0: talent will have any trouble finding it. Well, no,
1: the talent pulled it together that fast rather than slamming my computer off the ground, waving my arms over my head.
2: Metal remix of the Space Jam theme. You're welcome.
1: That's tremendous. Yeah, boy, isn't it though? I don't like your dismissiveness of that. So you keep pushing the button. I'll wait to start the commercial until you can make a sound come out of it after after all that junk you've been talking I'm just sitting there. So we're back with this fantastic story, Rick claims. More Space Jam right after this.
0: We would like to take this opportunity to tell you about our sponsor and friends, The Chop Shop in Butler, Pennsylvania. The Chop Shop is leading the way in the western Pennsylvania area for good eats. With fresh menus, great specials, in-house made desserts, and the recently added iced tea, lemonade, and milkshake bar, you're sure to find something to fulfill that craving or hankering, and even a little something extra for that sweet tooth. Yep, they even have gluten-free and vegetarian options as well. You know, between Facebook, Google, Yelp, and TripAdvisor, they average 4.7 out of 5, and that's over a 10-year span, so they are consistently killing it. You can check them out on Facebook, but also at chopshopbutler.com, or do yourself a favor and visit them at 108 North Main Street, Butler, Pennsylvania, and tell them Flager & Briggs sent you.
1: I really do like this. This might be on the new playlist along with the Macho Man, which I have uh, been listening to quite a bit, but uh, welcome back into Chaos and Disorder, and I think, Rick, the show living up to that moniker once again. This is a pretty good show for having no preparation whatsoever.
0: Well, you have such a low bar of what a
1: good show is, I guess. Yeah, that's I- I'll true. I'll go along I, I entertain easily.
0: But hey, Courtney Olsen.
1: Courtney. all right owner
0: of the girl clothing
1: ah, some G-R-R-R-L, of my favorite clothes
0: L clothing athletic wear line said she decided to take on this world record challenge to celebrate the opening of the brand's new store in Las Vegas
1: ah I'll, I'll stop by there that's where I like to get all my yoga pants
0: I just decide, quoting, I just decided in correlation with our store opening because it's a community space, and we really want to start utilizing the space to teach things, to share, to share this story with younger girls. Olson told
1: the Eureka Times Standard. Ah, yes, the the paper of note in Las Vegas. That's where Olson, I get all my news.
0: <clears throat> Olson used when her thighs to smash three watermelons in yeah. 7.5 seconds. three Oh, that's a good egg right there. <laughs> Having Ukrainian bodybuilder Olga Lushchuk's Guinness <laughs> World of Records of 14.65. Oh, Cut she, it in half. Oh, such a Ukrainian name. <laughs> yeah, it really is. She also beat the male version of the record, which was set at 10.88 seconds by a an Iranian athlete, Rahala, whatever, it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, Olson said she this is this is the thing that really just made the day for me. All right, I'm a, I'm getting excited. Olson said she is In preparing to teach a watermelon crushing class. A class. <laughs> And planning an event for August 3rd, National Watermelon Day.
1: Well, we're doing a show in (laughs) Las Vegas in August, so book your trip. So do we know what she look like? All right, I'm looking over. Is she wearing a weird hat? (laughs) That's her hair. That's her hair?
0: (laughs) A weird hat. That tells me the hairdo's special.
1: Let's see. Sorry, I know you didn't listen to this show to listen to me watch a video on his computer over in the producer's studio. but What are
2: you talking about? I put it up on the Samsung, 50 inch. Turn to your right.
1: Oh, all right.
0: Girl. 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 All right. And just another
1: story up your alley. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> did <laughs> what you did there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, her alley, right?
0: Yeah, there you go.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm. uh. I'm uh I'm intrigued. I am girl, girl. A good egg that
0: one. Kind of has like
1: the uh, I don't know what hairdo that is. It's like uh Nielsen back in the eighties. Uh, yep, that's yeah, it. there you that's go. Yep, and that I think that's what got me. That and the ability to smash three watermelons <laughs> wow, between her thighs a- in seven, seven and seconds. a half she, seconds. It
2: didn't even look like she was trying. No,
1: that's <laughs> she She's looked pot- bored. <laughs> kind of scary. <laughs> yeah, in in a good way.
2: They also do watermelon smashing with heads. Just found that out. Really?
1: Who knew watermelon smashing head you you Headbutt them and watch them smash or what? Yep. That appears what this gentleman's about to do. Well, he didn't do it well. Uh uh-huh.
0: yeah, That's I mean I've seen guys do cement blocks with their heads. That's not that impressive. Yeah.
1: Getting back to the Royals. Oh God! Uh, What is with you and these dumb Royals? Because you
0: always ask about if there's anything going on. (laughs) So I say, I don't know, Rick. Let me check on Harry and Meghan <laughs> and, and let, keep you up to date because I know you don't have the publications of Note coming to your house anymore since your wife got rid of them
1: because that's all you did was sit around and Reading read about the ro- Rags right. about the royals. You know, mm-hmm. and,
0: and I think she probably got a little taken aback by your infatuation with Meghan Markle with all the pictures that we have in the studio. Anyway.
1: <laughs> you paint quite a picture.
0: That's <laughs> just truth. I mean, it's not hard to paint. Meghan Markle and Prince Harry's decision to name their newborn Lilibet is rude. Lilibet. is rude toward Queen Elizabeth II. A royal biographer claims Ange- Angela Levin or Levine suggested the decision was a bad idea because the private nickname was frequently used by the Queen's late husband, Prince Philip quote i don't think it's a good idea i think it's quite rude to her majesty the queen it was a ver- what isn't
1: rude to that old cow i mean you can do nothing without <laughs> it was somebody saying that's a private nickname
0: to her. from her husband who hasn't been dead for very long levin said on good
1: morning Britain. Yeah, if it was sweet cheeks or sugar britches yeah that might be inappropriate that's just a freaking name what are we talking about here is it
2: What in the wide, wide world of sports is going
1: on here? God, I hate these people.
0: Because, see, and it goes right back to what I was just saying. They went against Megan. By God, your dander's up. That, that's let a lot of fire under <laughs> no, your it's butt, not,
1: buddy. Uh, I don't even know which one Megan <laughs> yeah. is. I don't care. Right, yeah, but uh-huh. like, yeah. every yeah. dumb story you bring to this godforsaken show about these inbreeds is no matter asking, what you do, you're always
0: asking about them. whether
1: it's what you what you name someone, what you say if you scratch your ass. Right. This is the most appalling thing that has happened to this old nine hundred and fourteen year old <laughs> cow over there in that palace and it, it, who cares god
0: see what in the wide wide world of sports is going
1: on you here? do know how to
0: get me You know I how to, to get bring me. a a megan friendly story next week it's <laughs> friendly well no i That's guess fair. we don't
1: have to because he won't be here next week so so there'll, there'll be no show. You two will be in here talking into microphones, but no one will ever hear them. No, that's not true at
0: all. Two people will will hear
2: them.
1: Well, that's true. One and a half. Valid. <laughs> oh, Valid. that's just cool. that's just disgusting. Well, it we are doing a it's show. It's been building up. So I did see a news story. I tell the news story to tell a a personal story. So I see this story. People are going hog wild. I have to assume it's just the COVID and everybody's just sort of coming out and they forgot how to act. So there's a woman down, I think it was in Houston, got in an argument with an employee at a nail salon over the price. So she shot him. (laughs) All right. This is where we're at in society right now. We can't agree on price. But this got me thinking. You know I tend to avoid i try to avoid going out going out in public because oh, well you should I can't stand it. I had the incident at the uh at the, the shopping local, COVID Karen the loker local, ha- local haberdasher last week with the Karen so so I go out my my daughter asked me to take her out for ice cream. Well, that sounds pretty good. I could go for go for a cone. So, so the daughter and I head over to the uh, the local ice cream shop. I'm not going to give them any pub. We're standing in line. We're second in line, and you can wait in this place for hours. And this place happens to be the same place you two sit and slot beer on on your company's dime, quite often in the middle of the afternoon. Actually, we'd never do that, do we?
2: Not anymore. <laughs>
1: exactly not anymore. That's why I had to move the day of the show so you two <laughs> would show up sober and we could at least get get off the ground. So anyhow, I'm second in line, which is rare there in an evening because they take forever. They, they don't, I think, have the best hiring practices. <laughs> They're not all that particular about who they hire.
2: You could probably say they hire high school – curls
1: yeah and it's like the dumb ones too right? yeah uh, yeah so anyhow so pretty excited second in line and there's this woman i knew i was in trouble like, you do what you want to do whatever makes you feel safe it's 114 degrees outside the humidity's 104 percent she's standing there in what's essentially an outdoor open air thing wearing two masks so i already knew some shit was about to jump off right so she's standing there. She orders two cones, all right? This girl asks her for her money. She starts arguing with the girl about the cost of the cone. She thinks that's too expensive for ice cream cones. Did she not look at the, the price chart like before you 15 ordered Like this 15-year-old girl set the prices, right? right. We're going to negotiate with her. So now that's step two. We know we're going to be in trouble. So the girl comes over, hands her the first cone. The lady's holding on to it. Girl comes over, hands her the second cone. What do you think this old hog did? Walked away. No. She holds the cones up beside each other, notices that one cone is about three-quarters of an inch higher than the other one, and would like to lodge a complaint, and we need to get these things evened up. So my daughter knows who I am. So she starts squeezing my arm going, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. My daughter does the same thing. (laughs) So... The story kind of ends with a thud because I actually didn't do it. I took my Aww. daughter's advice this time. But, God, I mean, I, my blood was boiling. I mean, instantly holds them up kind of askew and actually demands, and this girl acquiesce, gives her, evens up the cone, which is just infuriating. How do people like this exist? How? How do people not say something? <laughs> I,
0: I can't. I, I can't understand how you... The outrage just
1: didn't... You, you know how I am. tell you I a am. little
0: story about last weekend. <laughs> oh, good. Here we go. <laughs> there, my daughter, who is 29 and expecting... I'm going to be a grandfather. I don't know if I told you I that. I think you okay. did, yeah.
1: Anyway. Great-grandpa.
0: No, not
2: No, he's just saying grandpa. that you are going to be a great... I am great going to be a
0: great-grandfather. grandfather, grandfather. Oh, yeah. but not... Great grandfather. You'd yeah, know. you be the fun be grandpa stu- everyone looks stu- stu- forward to visiting. Stupendous Keep it down,
1: damn it! I'm going to be on the porch. Get Pappy another beer!
0: Yeah. <laughs> Call Alejandro. <laughs> but anyway, we're sitting on a front porch. And in this neighborhood where I live, which you're familiar I'm with. I'm familiar with it. Just about everybody on our street has a dog Mm -hmm. or more than one and everybody usually has them like mine if if i have her out i got like a 20-foot chain so she can do her business and get some fresh air so she's kind of a home i've been
1: been mistakenly tangled in that chain a time or two (laughs) yes
0: and there's some people across the street they have a couple they have like a lab and I think some sort of a mutt and maybe a basset hound. Then there's another one with a foxhound up the street and another one with a boxer. And then our next-door neighbor has, like, a little yippy dog. You still I'm have that sure. hot neighbor? Hot neighbor? I don't even remember. Yeah, there neighbor. was a
1: hot one, but she was kind of a pain in the ass, you told me.
0: I have no idea who you're talking about.
1: No, never mind.
0: I have no clue. I don't recall any hot neighbors ever.
1: I thought there was a hot neighbor. I used to creepy creepily watch her out the that weird basement window when we did the show. She had, a, I think, a dog and a little kid running around. They'd end up in your yard.
2: Is this like Cool Hand Luke? Or she's washing the
0: car? No, there's nobody like that in our neighborhood, trust me. Um, it probably wasn't that. But hard. with him sitting around peeping out of a basement window, yeah, I mean, okay, that's creepy. But I mean, as far as like the women, I have—I mean, he could have been watching a little kid for all I know. Oh, whoa, that's
1: whoa. A Stop that. Nah. Damn all, all it. Damn aside, it. Damn
0: it. You know, the next door neighbor, they have like a little yippy dog. Anyway. There's this old bat in that, that lives somewhere, not close. <laughs> she not, must not be far. old
1: if you're calling her an old bat.
0: She walks this black, fuzzy-faced sort of dog. I don't know what it is. It has. It must have Airedale or something in it. It's a mix. The dog's Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I like the disclaimer. That's <laughs> not to offend anybody. The dogs. Are <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's okay. It seems kind of friendly. It just kind of does what a dog does. But this instigating old bat <laughs> walks around with a freaking, you know, plastic grocery bag, you know, those shopping bags. Yeah. Full of crap.
1: She Literally. brings her own,
0: <laughs> she must save it. Till the bag's full, I can figure out Swear. swear. Not only that, she will walk wherever a dog is out. She will take the alley right beside it. Or if they're out on somebody's front porch, she will walk on that side of the street, walk right up to their, and let their dog stand there while the other dogs go crazy infuriates
1: me. That, yeah, that would. If she's going out of her way. To oh, do Sometimes she, you can't avoid it, but she if she's going out of her old way. She is instigating
0: old hag. <laughs> now, you know my dog doesn't like other dogs.
1: Or people. Does people.
0: <laughs> well, she tolerate you. It took a while, though. Yeah. But anyway.
2: It sounds like the perfect dog
0: for Briggs. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah we, it, get it, lo- is, we get along. It is the fine. canine version of Rick
1: Briggs, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: But my daughter and I were on the front porch. And here come the old back.
1: Oh, the hag is here. <laughs>
0: yeah. And my daughter's sitting there facing out to the sidewalk. I have my back to the sidewalk.
1: So as not to make eye contact with people. Good to see. But you. I looked over my shoulder. Ah. I saw her coming. <laughs> it's like the music from the beginning of <laughs> The Wizard of Oz when she's pedaling yeah. the bike. <laughs> that music just starts playing in and the neighborhood. And I sat there and I looked over, <laughs> I looked
0: over at my daughter. Yeah. I and mean, she was, like, just approaching, like, the front of our house. And I said,
1: I hope the old bitch
0: doesn't stop in my yard.
1: <laughs> so for those of you who didn't get it out, he hopes the old bitch doesn't stop in his yard. I just wanted to make that clear. That That's quote Rick Briggs, huh? so don't send me the angry emails. Well, my,
0: my daughter turned... Email's
2: already blowing up. It's-
0: <laughs> my, my daughter turned...
1: Various shades of red. Well, yeah, I'm sure it's, it's not the first time you've she humiliated goes, her. Be
0: quiet. Be quiet. <laughs> See,
1: but I'm guessing you didn't listen like I chose to listen to my daughter last week. <laughs> good, good. That makes for a better why? story.
0: I don't like her.
1: <laughs> Get off my lawn. <laughs> yeah, what am I doing? Get off my lawn.
0: That's disrespectful.
1: And she. The more she told me to quit, yeah the, yeah, the more I didn't. Yeah, and the louder you got, <laughs> yeah.
2: I've been there with you before. Here's eighty-seven. Here's diesel
0: fuel. Here's and jet frankly, fuel. Quite frankly, it was enjoyable. I mean, I was <laughs> so really. So did she ever hear myself. you?
1: Was there a confrontation?
0: No, there ain't no confrontation. Yeah. She sees me, she takes
1: off. Oh well, yeah, I have yeah. the same.
0: Because I told her one day. <laughs> I- Here we go. <laughs> Get
1: on my Pretty much. I knew there was more to this
0: store. I told her to keep her damn dog out of my yard because she would let it go up there and whatever. I don't do that to other people's yards. I don't need them doing it to mine. It's fair. You know, she, she stopped at the next door in front of the next door neighbor's house one time. And they're, they had two dogs they're on the front porch. They're going crazy. She's standing on the sidewalk yelling at them to shut up. And then the lady that owned the house Was yelling at
1: the dogs yes, in their own house to, yes, shut, to shut up. to <laughs>
0: shut up. And then the lady that owned the house came out on the front porch. Well, then she took off. See, oh. that's what she does. She is a hideous creature.
1: <laughs> Get off my wall. I think I think that's the perfect thing to end on. She's a hideous creature.
2: <laughs> would you like classical outro or would you like more metal outro?
1: I don't know. I think hideous creature outro. Yeah, so I think that would oh. be metal if we're going out to oh, hideous was, creature. Oh, go. you've got something we can pad for the 15 minutes it'll take this rum <laughs> bum to pod something else on there. Nope. What are you watching? It? You know what the do you know what the um
0: most dominant um six years of major golf play ever was in 24 major tournaments i don't there were 19 top five finishes all right just by the same player six wins five seconds four thirds three fourths and a fifth in six years that's impressive very impressive just wanted to let you know who was it it was jack oh okay
1: shocking Alright, well that's it. You better enjoy this one. There's about a seventy five percent chance this is all you're getting for the next two. What what is that? What
2: it's a clown.
1: I don't like that. That's why, that's why I, I played the it. <laughs> They're hideous creatures. You're welcome. <laughs> Anyhow, this is what you have to look forward to next week when the talent is holidaying at the beach, so I'll try to call in drunk, but chances are there won't be a show. So in the meantime, you can find the archives, go back. There will be plenty of shows out there at AsylumFantasy Sports.com. Reach out and touch the show in the bad place at Asylum or not at Asylum Football. That no. doesn't exist anymore. At Chaos and Disorder on on uh, Twitter at Chaos and Disorder Pod on the Facebook and forget that stupid Gmail. Until next no. time. Probably in two weeks. We'll see you.
0: Take care.
2: Can't believe you guys didn't talk about Aaron Rodgers not showing up. Who
1: cares? I'm tired of that. Like he was going to show up anyway. Boy, those fines they'll levy him will really hurt him. Cripple.
0: $10,000 is going to just eat him up.
1: He'll show up in week three of the preseason. All will be well. He'll win 13 games. They'll lose in the first round of the playoffs, and we'll do it all again next year.
2: Sounds like we've been through this before. It's
1: <laughs> not my first well, rodeo.
2: Minus say the holdout.
1: He's the goat.
0: Yeah. Nah.
1: That is a hideous song. It? it really is. Well, what, it's, where it's, were you going with this? Is there a story?
2: The name of the song's Royals. Oh. The last legit segment was about Royals. It was. Would Why is he it? a clown? It's Puddle's Pity Party.
0: I think on the next show, we're going to have to play um, pot
1: roast and kisses. Oh. What's pot roast and kisses?
2: I'm fine with that. Would you like the metal version of this now?
1: I, I would not. I would like to end the show. And We'd now quickly. that we say pot roast, I'm hungry.
2: I was going to say, what is for dinner? It smells amazing. I'm not
1: sure, but it, it, it
0: almost smells like a dessert in a way, didn't it? Yeah, kind it's certainly sweet. not dessert.
2: Maybe French fries? Or am I just having a stroke?
0: It could be that, too. That just could be um, Jan or Mitch. He's always heating stuff up in the microwave. No, I
1: don't know why you let that rube in here.
0: Oh, well, you wouldn't let Frank get in here. Somebody's got to clean Frank's the Frank's going to
1: kill somebody.
0: Well, he just didn't like
1: you. The guy's a lunatic.
0: Because you mouthed off to him at one day.
1: Well, he wasn't doing his job.
0: Well, yeah, but he was 6'2", and what, eighty pounds. Well, and he didn't like you. That's why he had to go.
2: I heard he's fighting Mayweather next.
0: <laughs> Mayweather's actually training.
1: A <laughs> it air she. Bye, horse.
0: With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
2: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom?